instead of just guessing what does the core audience want, we're actually asking them. They become empowered to become the content creators because we're using it. Everything is based around what our target audience actually wants. You're listening to the Content 10X Podcast, where it's all about content repurposing. I'm Amy Woods, and I'm here to help you maximize your content and find smart ways to get your message in front of more of the right people, whilst also saving time. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Content 10X podcast. I'm Amy Woods, the host of the podcast and the founder of Content 10X. And this week, we have a very different format for the show. I hope you like it. So I'm joined by Jason Morton, who is the marketing manager here at Content 10X. I'm going to let him introduce himself in a moment, but we thought we'd go for something different on the podcast. So like I said, I hope you enjoy it. And we're going to be talking this week about creating content with your audience, not just for your audience. So specifically, we're going to cover what we mean by with versus for your audience. We're going to talk through the benefits of creating content with your audience. And then, of course, we'll share some examples as well of how B2B businesses can do this with some really interesting insights into our plans for doing this as well. So as I said, I'm joined by Jason who is our marketing manager here at Content 10X. So Jason, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Thanks, Amy. Hello. Uh, yeah, so I'm based in Manchester, England, uh, currently working towards a move to the sunnier Spain. I've been working agency side uh, with B2B organizations for like over six years, focusing on inbound marketing and content marketing, and uh, really excited to join the episode. Yeah, really excited to have you. It's really nice to have a member of the the team on the podcast this is a first so it's very exciting <laughs> um so we're going to be talking about creating content with your audience not just for your audience and this came off the back of the podcast interview with john benini in episode 293 of the podcast so if you haven't checked that one out then please do it was an absolutely fantastic conversation with john so just head to content10x.com forward slash 293 and we talked about like loads of great things, but something that we decided to dig a bit deeper into in this episode is the benefits of involving our audience in our content. So firstly, Jason, what would we mean by saying that we're going to create content that is for your audience? So what do we mean by that? When it's for your audience, it's things that you, your typical content that you would create. See, these are the things that when you're thinking white papers, checklists, and so on, these are the things that you would produce perhaps in a silo to the actual audience themselves. Maybe you're going off of what the sales team are telling you are the pain points and the challenges, but they're things that you think, crucially, you think your audience want to receive uh, and indulge in and download and, and, and read. And that's the, that's the key difference, really. They're for your audience, but not created with your audience and and troll come on to why that's so important yeah so you know it's a funny one isn't it we're creating content of course for them but creating content with them sounds way more appealing and you know what what do we mean by that so what would you take as the definition of for or well, you know what's the concept of with your audience what does it look like yeah, so so wind is, is so different and so much more powerful, I think, in my experience. Market research is always the first 
thing that gets cut. Obviously, in the in all of the things that can get cut, all the budgets that get cut, marketing's the first to go. And if all of the campaigns, if you're going to cut one thing from it, it's not going to be the fun end of uh, funnel uh, content ads that, that, you know, bring in the leads. It's the bit at the beginning, the research, where they'll just say, can we not just speak to people in business that know this stuff? Well, doing it this way means you're not able to cut that out anymore. We're actually, instead of just guessing what does the core audience want, we're actually asking them. They become empowered to become the content creators because we're using it. Everything is based around what our target audience actually wants, discusses, the key points that they have uh, to share. So it's really like at its base, it's already starting off on a stronger foot. Obviously, when you cut out that research, you know, no one really notices it until the campaign goes live and it completely misses the mark. I completely agree with you. And, you know, like I said, this was something that when we were talking to John Benini on the last podcast episode, he was making those points and sharing that from his experience as well of, like how it can just miss them all completely. You put so much work into it as well. So it can be really you know, disappointing and demoralizing when you've put all that work in and it doesn't do what it needs to do. We'll talk about what does this look like in practice? Like, how do you do this? But let's just chat about the benefits. So creating content with, as you said, your audience versus just for your audience. So what do you see as some of those like main key benefits? If you really strip it back, it's like, as marketers, we're the middle man, often between what the actual content is saying, and then it has to be filtered through a marketer to understand it, and then turn it into some content. That's not great because you miss out on all of the the intricate details of that specialism or of that industry. So instead of doing that, this is another way around that problem, right? So instead, we're saying, well, we're not necessarily the experts in this area, but we know how to get the expertise into a place that would be useful for you to download. So we are still a knowledge leader. We're still prevalent. We're still the, the people that you're going to be downloading this from. But all we're doing is collecting that information. And wouldn't you rather read a guide that has been put together from research across the whole industry than a marketing manager has sat for six months and dreamed up a white paper for what you should be reading? Like, what? Which of those two sounds like it's going to have more interesting and more accurate kind of findings i guess in that it's, it's, it's in that trust element really and john Bellini mentioned it as well when it came to reddit i liked how he talks about that's where he goes to find out what the real products features benefits are what what sucks about the products as well you know you get the honesty there which you're not going to get from a marketing manager well i know i'm criticizing <laughs> myself a lot here but i know how we t- tend to approach these things we're like well here are the pain points what are the challenges what's topical at the moment like let's sit, sit, in a, sit in a room and we'll produce that. We'll write down all of the top five things and then we'll talk about the top five solutions and a call to action at the bottom. I think people are getting a bit tired of that process. They, you can see it. I, I wonder how many people actually read the gated content pieces they downloaded. Yeah, I completely agree with you. It, it, you know, and, and as you said, it, you can still position yourself very much as an authentic leader, but you don't know all the answers. So combining all that information... And from that research, you know, helps you to show that you are in search of the answers and willing to share them. And I think there's something to be said for segmentation of your audience as well, isn't there? Like, what what are your thoughts on that in terms of what you can do with this if you are creating with your audience? Yeah. So this is so so far we've talked a lot about how 
creating content with your audience is useful because it creates more accurate and more meaningful content. The other benefit is for the marketer, we get so much more information that we can actually use. So I don't know if segmentation has ever been done uh, better than when you actually got someone creating all of their all of their pains, all of their issues, answering questions around them. They're seg uh, segmenting themselves by perhaps a company, by profit, by revenue, uh, by employee size. You're sitting there looking at a group of data that is actually from the person, not through LinkedIn or through some software that's kind of gathered that data. You've got it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. And that's so useful because then you can start saying, right, okay, that's interesting. Of the people who grew their revenue and who have a marketing budget that could perhaps you know, pay for our services, how many of them actually value the services that you're offering? So you've just got a straight away list of people who are interested and perhaps have the budget. You know, you know, you haven't got to like explain to them the kind of very basic stuff that would lead them to want your services. They're already bought in. And you know, maybe whether they're looking for someone that could be doing your services as well. So you were able to segment them on a really specific, really granular level, which is amazing. It is amazing. Um, another benefit of that is, you know, when they're bought into this content as well, um, because they've been there on the journey more and, and been involved with the creation of it, um, they're more likely to promote and share it as well, aren't they? So you're way more likely to share that piece that you were involved in. Another aspect is you're helping to build relationships with others when you involve people. So a great example is a client of ours, like Mike Richards, who we worked with for his podcast, the Treasury Career Corner podcast, which had its has its 300th episode around about when this goes out. That was a with versus for. There's a case study on our site all about this, this wonderful example. But uh, backstory is a really niche recruitment company who are recruiting in the treasury industry, bring out a really niche podcast aimed at treasury professionals. And the founder of the um, treasury recruitment company, the host of the treasury career corner, Mike Richards, good friend of ours at Content 10X. Hello, Mike, if you're listening. <laughs> he was able to build incredible relationships through creating content with his audience, through having a podcast where he would bring his audience and the people that he was trying to communicate, talk to, create content for, but also with, um, onto his podcast. Because, you know, those relationships have gone on to opportunities, not just clients and sales and things like that, going on to their podcasts, going and speaking at their events all over the world. Every relationship can bring opportunities and you can bring opportunities to them too. So there's there's so many benefits, isn't there? Like the, the like you said, the deep understanding through segmentation, understanding them more, understanding the problems that they have a little bit more. And then I'd be remiss of me not to say, given what we do on the, uh, as a business and what this podcast is about, it's usually very highly repurposable content too, isn't it? So the kind of content that you create, this longer form, deeper content that can then go on and be repurposed. And then if you tick the other box that we said about how people are more likely to promote and share the content if they've been involved in it. So you get this great piece and repurpose it into lots of like social content as well. And then um, it's the gift that keeps on giving because it's going to resonate with your audience and then their audience if they go on and, and share it as well. So, you know, there's, the, I think we've gone through, you know, so many compelling benefits.
Hey, just a little break from this week's episode to let you know about becoming a content 10x insider. If you want more content repurposing tips and advice, then why not join hundreds of business owners, marketers, and content creators who get them delivered straight to their inbox once a week by subscribing to the Content 10X newsletter. As well as tips and advice, you get industry updates, inspiring stories, exclusive content, offers, and more. You can subscribe at content10x.com forward slash newsletter, and there's a link in the show notes too. Okay, back to this week's episode. Let's jump into some of the ways. So I just mentioned a example didn't I I said podcast fantastic example guest type podcasts where you bring people on similar to podcast webinars maybe you want to run a webinar series involve create with and those kinds of pieces of video content or audio content what other examples um for you got experience with Jason in theory the easiest and quickest way though it's never quite as easy and quick as when you get to doing it is it's just to survey people yeah um, asking people, you know, a series of questions about their industry, about their company, how they're doing. I mean, that great makes great content at the, at the end of it. And then obviously they get the content at the end. So they've got something out of it. Um, they get to see how they're positioned compared to their, you know, I know comparison is the thief of joy, but we all do spend time on Instagram still, don't we? We want to see how we are positioned compared to people that are in similar spaces to us. So there's, there's, there's also a great number of touch points there, right? So they, first of all, come in and start doing the survey. There's brand awareness. They know who you are. Then they complete the survey and you say, right, obviously we need your email address so that we can send you the report. So that's one. That could create a conversation. Second time around is when you send them the report or even maybe some teasers saying it's the report is coming. It's the second time you're going to get in touch. And then obviously, if you're going to do that, report just once you now got a template for when you do it perhaps in the next quarter or the next year they might be looking for you for the next year's report there's there's so many companies doing this really well and i just know they've got a whole host of data uh just from for what started out as a survey and has now turned into three or four different surveys and markets research reports that positions them at the top of their industry so Obviously, we're doing it <laughs> now. Um, yeah, we've started a bit working about that. on this. We're early, early, early days in, in in creating one, but we we obviously always have got some great um, case studies with tech companies, especially in the US. So we're focusing on that industry, um, and we want to really understand our audience. Obviously, we've got lots of experience there, and if you ask people who, who work with the clients they'll, t- they'll be able to tell us loads of stuff but there's also loads of stuff that they're not talking about what are their fears for the future what's their relationship with AI uh, how is recruitment how, what, who, what's the toughest person to hire uh, and does that change you know maybe that's really silly questions that everyone in tech knows but that's what we're going to find out I guess <laughs> so yeah so we're working on that and, and there will be a US uh, based tech industry report that we're producing um next year so yeah maybe we can do an update uh on on how we're getting on because there'll be things that we didn't foresee the, the difficulty is still there right we don't know the exact language we don't know the exact temperature of, of we can get a feeling from it from our conversations but we don't know it for sure so we'll have to struggle and deal with that but i mean we, we used to have to do that when we were creating white papers that no one read right so <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was exactly the issue. yeah no, absolutely. You know, I'm really excited about this and 
we will do that upside day episode like you said it'd be good to share our journey of us really jumping into this with the report like you said we can share the wins and, and mistakes and things like that and you know I'm kind of excited for the fact that we know the end point of the the really like useful like report that we want to to share with our audience but I feel like there's just going to be lots of other content ideas that come out of the work too there's got there's going to be findings that are going to spark our ideas for the next podcast episode aren't there and all that that great LinkedIn post that we'll create because we've spotted something that um we can really talk about so it's not you have your eye on the the prize don't you but I foresee that it's going to fuel a lots of different content ideas and probably all tweaks to our website and our messaging and things like that as well you know helping us and helping our audience as well so probably fair to say that we we expect a lot of work to go into it but we expect a lot to come out of it too don't we yeah definitely I mean exactly like can you imagine if we've got 20 questions that's not just 20 graphs that we get off the back of that I mean some of those we we won't create graphs for but well there'll be like nuances between them so it's like of the ones of the companies that are generating more than a million dollars of your revenue a year how many of those companies uh, are struggling with recruitment and of the ones that have got a marketing budget of x how many of those are investing in ai so there's so many nuances within it that you can create as long as you've got a good enough data set you can create so much content i mean it's just so social media friendly as well isn't it something really quick and visual to show the state of the industry the state of the nation um that starts conversations i guess that's what it's it's all about yeah yeah starts conversations for sure so you know i I think you know some great points that we're making on this episode about you know the benefits obviously of creating that content with your audience not just for so many as we reeled them off about involving like like you said like getting to know their issues more the segmentation you're positioning yourself as an authentic leader and and, and authentic in that you don't know all the answers but you're searching for them and sharing them and learning along the way and also it's that huge trust that factor that you mentioned as well and obviously we really like that that little kind of golden snippet from the John Benini episode of say it's like that kind of content created with versus four is more likely to be the leading trust-based content isn't it as well now look, we're discussing the survey and like doing a survey putting lots of work into that um there's obviously i mentioned as well like when we're talking about with your audience it could be things like the podcast discussions the webinar discussions or panel discussions things like that so again different types of content and i'd also like to do a little shout out to an episode that we did episode 263 and it was about involving your audience in your content so check that out it's ways to ask your audience questions so we cover a few different things from what we've chatted about today but ways that to ask them questions um, and then episode 284 we talked as well about not making assumptions on what your audience wants as well so you said this already, Jason, it's so easy, isn't it, to just make assumptions, then go off and plow like half of the year into a piece of content on an assumption base and why it's important not to do that. It's so, it's, uh, many B2B marketers I know will have this thing where when they go to parties and people ask them what they do, because it's so specific, they might just keep it simple. Like if I just say I work in marketing and then someone says, 
Oh yeah, what what do you do? And you just kind of shake your head and say, "You just you won't you won't get it." And that's because his stuff is really sophisticated, and re and that's why when you're sitting there trying to create this really intensive, like expert knowledge knowledge uh, document about or white paper on it, it's really hard for us to do. So yeah, as I said, as we've covered, it's about doing that with the audience and not trying to just guess. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, and then repurpose get those people to share your content maximize it amplify it likely that if they share it then they're sharing it in front of more of the right people who will resonate with the pain points and things yeah. like that so you know shout out to all the repurposing benefits of this type of content as well so i think that was really good run through i hope for anybody you know listening to this episode we've inspired you to think of the ways that maybe you could create content that's more in a collaborative way versus for your audience and you know whatever that may look like have a think about that and think about a first step that you could make to to do a with versus for jason it's been great having you on the podcast it's nice to be joined by a fellow colleague thanks for joining me jason and um this is something new as i said that we're trying on the show so the the way that we're trying to do things is we are interviewing and bringing on fantastic guests onto the show um, and digging into big topics and then we're looking through some of the really key themes that came out of those discussions and then doing some follow-up episodes where we dig a bit deeper into things that were maybe mentioned at a fairly high level in a fairly you know short episode with these great experts we dig further into them and share you know our views our opinions tips advice etc to try and help more with some of those big things that come up so this is the you know, the first of many of this type of episodes. It's been great. Thanks, Jason. It's been good to have you on. <laughs> um, thanks for everyone who's listened to this episode. As always, if you would like help with your repurposing, then you know where to come. Just come to Content 10X. So we help B2B businesses repurpose their podcasts, videos, white papers, events, you name it, you know, long form valuable content and we're there to offer that helping hand and, and repurpose and distribute that content so head to content10x.com if you'd like to find out more or get in touch and so all that's left to say is thank you so much for listening to this episode happy repurposing and we'll catch you in the next one bye